Welcome back, listeners, to this week's episode of If I Only Knew. This week, we want to take a little bit of a short look into a topic that's sometimes controversial for some people, but really, I don't think needs to be as complicated as it's often made to be. Um, And that's the idea of the role that pronouns play in people's identity and the way that we address them in society. In my mind, it always just comes down to a basic level of respect for one another. Uh, We're talking a little bit about this because we've had some discussions on it in our day-to-day work thread. Good to see you, Matt. I want to say welcome. It's been a little while since we've done a live taping. Mm -hmm. Listeners, Matt is looking resplendent. I am, of course, older and more haggard than even when you last met me. Pronouns is a fantastic generational discussion, Matt, because I don't think it was around when I was your age. Yeah. I also think the key word that you used is respect. There is a very loud voice out there, and it's typically a conservative voice, but unfortunately there's someone in my profession, a guy by the name of Jordan Peterson, Mm, um, who lectures overseas, who does make a lot of anti-pronoun or rather I'm not going to spend the time identifying you by some mystical pronoun in his words when if I see you as a boy, I'm going to call you him, and if I see you as a girl, I'm going to call you her. From a personal perspective, I spoke to somebody recently that's going through a gender transition, and I asked the question really simply about pronouns. Mm. It took me a second. I did it because a really good group of smart young people in my business that includes Matt included the conversation about pronouns in the way that we ask people to talk to us about them. And it was, I have to say, what, fairly simple yeah, addition exactly. to our policy, Matt. Yeah. Took all of about, what, three minutes to see the sense in it yeah, as a exactly. whole business. Exactly. Uh, a little bit of embarrassment that we hadn't have thought about at first, but you know, Matt's got to pay his way, people. <laughs> you, you want that. You've got to earn the bread, that's right. When I asked the person that I spoke to about their personal experience, they simply said, growing up, did the terms him fit for you? And I said, yep, I was always a he and a him. Yeah. And they said, what hand are you right with? And I said, left. And they said, did anybody ever try to make you right with your right? And I said, yeah, a couple of times in school. And they said, how did that feel? I said, it just didn't feel appropriate at all. Hmm. And uh, the person said, so when I when I'm misgendered through poor pronouns, that's what it feels like. It makes me feel like I'm writing with my non-dominant hand, but worse still, it makes me feel unseen. Mm. So they directed me to some videos online. There was a great one I saw with a young girl that said, I take on the female pronoun despite my biology because I really like who I am. And I thought that was really cool. I saw another great video, Matt, which I'm sure you would like, that said, even when I dress as femme, I'm still they and them. And it was a really catchy tune that I really (laughs) liked, right? So I was bopping along to this going, what a great message. But I also realized how many really young people were doing it. And in there lies what I think is the freedom and the hope of this discussion. But I also see why an older generation might have some fear. The perception that pronouns are some sort of gateway to being indoctrinated into giving up your biology is really the scare tactics that people are using. Can I ask a question in your social life, mate? How informal slash formal slash easy is it to say to somebody that you've just met, hey, pronouns? Yeah. 
is it a big deal to me and my peers? I think I always feel bad if I misgender someone because, you know, that's not what they want. It hurts them and I don't like to hurt people. I think it's yeah. in some ways it's as simple as that. And so there's some good stuff around, you know, what should you do if you accidentally misgender someone? You say, oh, sorry, and then you just move on with your discussion and you don't do it next time. And I think that that's quite comforting. In terms of the initial instance, I usually try to take cues not from the individual themselves, but from my mutual friends because I think that's the best way to ensure that you make sure you've got the right language to use when you're working with someone like if I'm uncertain about someone's preferred pronouns I'll just whisper to one of my friends who knows them better than I do and say oh what pronouns should I use for this person and they'll usually be able to tell me and I think that that's an important activity for us to do when we're uncertain about this sort of thing is to try and well find out what the right thing to do here might be I say it's formal it's definitely not formal it's definitely not super difficult I don't think because I definitely believe there's a sense that you're just trying to treat someone else with more respect and that that is looked favorably upon but I do think that there can be a sense of uncertainty especially if it's a new social situation for you then I think that that's might make some people uncomfortable but I think we have to try and work through that discomfort in some sense. Look as a practicing psychologist I've had to learn to be really respectful Mm. And it comes out in other ways. You can often bias people by saying traditionally you might have a female client in front of you and they talk about their partner and you say, tell me about your husband. Mm. Yeah. And I've come to understand that for people that are in different relationships, that's a form of microaggression actually. You're just assuming. So you learn to say, tell me about your partner. Mm. When it comes to pronouns, I'm really comfortable saying to somebody, what pronouns should I use? Mm. And because we are, as you've pointed out to me many times, white, cisgendered, in your case, Anglo-Saxon, in my case, (laughs) European, the oppressors, you know, I I never realised that as much power as I have. But in our case, I think it's not an unusual conversation for us to have because we are, in theory, the problem. Yeah. So if we don't adapt or we want other people, then that's a real problem. So I found for those that are out there and listening, you know what? you're never going to get in trouble for asking as long as you're respectful. Yeah, yeah. And you're never going to get in trouble for making a mistake as long as you're willing to learn from it and get it right the next time. I've heard people say, again, Jordan Peterson, there's no such thing as 137 different (laughs) pronouns. You know what? Who cares if there is? Because this idea that it's a binary system, you know what? It's 2021. You know, pronouns for someone like Jordan could be that and asshole. But you know what? If he's comfortable and that's what he wants to be called, he does a lot to make sure he's called that way. (laughs) The issue for me, guys, is respect and kindness. And you know what? I reckon if you are brave enough to suspend judgment and ask, you may create a trusting relationship with people that are really worth knowing. And in the event that your pronouns are as they are and they change, and I've seen that happen for people, more power to you because there's no judgment here. It seems like there's a bit of professional disagreement you have with Jordan Peterson in particular here, Fred. I don't believe anybody in my profession should ever take issue with an individual's choice if it's in the individual's best interest. The way psychology was described to me, Matt, is that uh, I'm on a mountain, you're on a mountain. If from the mountain I climb, I can see an obstacle in your way and I call out and that helps you navigate your journey better than I've done my job. Mm. I invite 
all sorts of people to experience what they need to. I really hope people don't experience pain, but I know sometimes they're better when they do. But in terms of anybody in my profession denying someone's identity, Mm. then I would say take a good hard look at yourself because what you think doesn't matter as much as what that person needs. You know? I think that's why I, I'm often surprised by how big of a deal this seems to be. And I guess you pointed to that fear, which is this sense of a different pronouns, unfamiliar pronouns, acting as a gateway to young people, vulnerable. These are, these are ideas that are thrown around, and I guess I hear them. But I think in a lot of ways for me, it comes down to a simple question of what hurts people and what makes people feel welcome. And yep. so I think if you're inquiring with good intentions on how not to hurt someone by using the language they want, then that's seems like a good thing. And if you're intentionally refusing to listen to someone telling you that hurts me, please stop, then I think that you're fundamentally missing the point of the right way to interact with a fellow human being. Absolutely. And you know what, something you said there, which is a good point to end on is asking people their pronouns is a psychological welcome mat into your house and into your life. And I reckon you'll be better for it. Mm. Matt, as always, such insight I learned so much from you, you know. I will say this, Matt, for the listeners out there, please keep giving us your feedback. Keep liking and subscribing. I've read the comments, some very hurtful, but universally they all love Matt. And you know what, Matt, I want you to know, because of this podcast, when you're famous, you and I are always tethered forever in existence. That's right. We are tethered for this. And I enjoy the prospect of writing your coattails for generations. You better not have any big scandals come out, Fred, or it's going to ruin my uh, internet prestige. The biggest scandal I have is a bottled tomato sauce rather than a (laughs) home-cooked one, my friend. Until next week, listeners. See you, uh, This has been If I Only Knew. Signing off. Listeners, if you enjoy listening to Matt and I on If I Only Knew, let me turn your attention to another Better Pod production. My Perspectives, hosted by Malcolm and Chris, is all about resilience and those people with an experience of recovery. It's the stories you want to hear about those people that defied the odds and won in the end. It's inspirational, it's heartwarming, it's heartfelt, it'll bring a tear to your eye and it may even make you laugh. It's very different to If I Only Knew, so I want you guys to go and check it out. Like and subscribe wherever you find good podcasts. Thank you for listening. This podcast is a Better Pod Group production, with special thanks to our researcher, Nicola Binks, executive producer, Matt Blanche, the providers of our theme song with credits that are in our bio, and of course, you, the listener. It's important to remember that this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Whilst there are therapeutic themes discussed, in no way is this podcast considered treatment, and in the event you're in a psychological emergency, please reach out in whatever way you can through 000 or Lifeline 13 11 14. It's important to remember that the discussion is for entertainment purposes and the opinions voiced by podcast hosts are theirs and theirs alone. Any reference to copyright or copywritten material is, of course, the copyright of the copyright owner and or relevant corporate entities. Thank you for listening to Better Pod Group Productions and tune in to some of our other excellent pod productions on this network.